Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Natter. My name is Fergus Craig. I'm joined by Dave Watson. Hello. And Paul Doolan. Hello. Hi, guys. Hi. So, I won't ask you how you thought the game went this weekend, because there wasn't one. No. Because it's our traditional winter break, yeah. uh, by not being in the FA Cup. So... Uh, listeners, regular listeners to the show will know that this week we're doing a special podcast. Now, as it's becoming tradition, when Newcastle exit the FA Cup early, we do a special podcast. Last season, we did uh, the best all-time Premiership eleven, and we also did the worst all-time Premiership eleven. Now that those two are done, it's time to be a bit more creative. We had... A few ideas on what this one would be and what have we gone for? The Arsehole 11. The ar- you're calling it the Arsehole 11. Okay, no, no, the bad, the bad I'm boy ca- I'm calling it the bad boy 11, yeah, but I'm worried that it sounds like a, a little bit... Like Grease yeah. 3. Well, bloody oh, hell! hell. <laughs> Luke Benson's walked in. Gosh. Wow. <laughs> Hi. Uh, I forgot that Luke Benson texted me to tell me he was coming five minutes late and we've started the podcast. <laughs> that is rude. <laughs> Very rude. Speaking of the bad boy 11, (laughs) which is what this podcast is, which we were just debating, Luke, whether that sounds a little... Well, I don't want to sound gay. (laughs) It sounds a bit like an... The bad boy 11 sounds like a 1990s R&B compilation album. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So Solid Crew would feature on bad boy 11. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I think it sounds like a stag do t-shirt. Oh, like oh, the bad yeah, boy yeah. number 11. Yeah. Malia, circa 1996. Yeah. But I don't know about arsehole 11 because, for example, I want Tino Esprilla in there, but I don't want to call him an arsehole. Okay, so, yeah. you know, All right. Yeah. All right. Bad, bad, bad boy. Part of his... Bad boy. Part of his Wrong-uns. industry might have involved arseholes. Okay. Mule a mule. Yeah. So... Before we get on to that, there is actually, despite there not being a game this weekend, it is actually deadline day, and unusually for us, there is some stuff to talk about. 
The uh, transfer window, as we speak, closes in about five hours, so you may well know more than us. Here's something. Oh, right. Hello. We've got somebody else entering <laughs> the room now. This has been one of the most amateurish starts to a podcast so far. Uh, we'll find out if there's anyone else entering. We've it's got some guests. Show. Yeah. So, uh, transfer deadline day. Do you think, Dave, that the listeners tomorrow will know about a deal that we now don't know about, if you see what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Re- Are no, there I any more so. deals to come in before 11 o'clock tonight? Well, it's interesting because we've been, we were after a guy from uh, Valencia and we were after a, uh, quite a, we've been chasing left-backs. We, we chased Jose Enrique and it never came off. Uh, apparently he wanted a longer deal than we were prepared to give. We were after a guy called Sakira, left-back. And he didn't want to come, and he went to Atletico Madrid instead. So it looked Kieran like, Gibbs, there was talk of yeah, him at left-back. Yeah. Uh, so it looks like we're chasing left-backs, which says to me that, yeah, there could be another, there could be another deal in, the, in the, the offing. We also look like we've been chasing strikers in addition to the, the, the guy that we got on loan from Roma, uh, Sado Doom, Doombia. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there was another. Desperately chasing left-backs on mm-hmm. transfer deadline day with five hours to go <laughs> almost suggests that we shouldn't have sold David Santon, doesn't it? Yes, you, we keep going back to this, but yes. There was talk over the weekend that we were trying to get Santon back on loan as well. That's how shambolic we are. Yeah, but the, the, the fury that his girlfriend showed it when, she, when they left was... She's, she's not coming. He's not. She's coming. from Newcastle. Isn't yeah, she? yeah, yeah. She's a local lass. Ah. So now she lives in Italy with him. Well, wouldn't you? Wasn't that sweet? Yeah. Yeah. She could maybe sell him on on the idea. I don't know if they <laughs> sweetened <laughs> it. It's weird, isn't it? It's like we've got a buyback. It's like oh, we yeah. keep all the receipts. We keep all of our paperwork because there was like the Remy deal that went through after about seven seasons of chasing him. We're yeah. Yeah. Constantly after Gomez. There's still talk of Batafimi Gomez. Yeah. 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 I don't. Th- I don't think that will go, go miss, through. Sorry, I just it's you know you know sometimes you you look you hear the the rumor like crawling on for a while and it just I just don't think it's going anywhere with Gomez. I don't want to see that celebration in a Newcastle shirt. Oh, the, the lion, the lion thing. thing. Panther, is it? It's embarrassing. Know, wow. sensitive. <laughs> For gladiators. Yeah. Here's I a think question. it is though. I'm pretty sure it's. Is it? Yeah. Uh, Here's a question. Despite it being a loan deal, mm-hmm. is the Dumbia, and am I saying that right? As, far as, as traditional, know, yeah. every yeah. time we get a new signing, we have to work out what the pronunciation <laughs> yeah. is because none of us have heard of him. Callback. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's callback. Call <laughs> <laughs> uh, is the Doombia signing the fact that he's 28? Yeah. Does that herald a new era that we're prepared to to well, buy it's someone? Not, it's not a permanent who had pubes. Yeah. It can go ago. permanent though. We <laughs> yeah. have got the option to buy. We've him. got the option, but the, I think the reason that we've got an option to buy is because he didn't perform. Like, the only like, the top league he's played in is the is the Italian Serie A. If you're ignoring Champions League. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like domestically, the, yeah, the yeah. best, the, the highest level he's played at is Syria, and he didn't do brilliant there. It was uh, two goals and thirteen appearances. And prior to that, he had uh, so it, he he was at Young Boys in the Swiss league, and that was uh, sixty-four appearances and fifty goals. CSKA. That Moscow. doesn't sound bad. It's amazing. It's a phenomenal uh, return. <laughs> Sign it. Uh, Ninety-five appearances for CSKA Moscow in the Russian league, uh, and sixty-one goals in ninety-five appearances. Again, that's really bloody good. But then uh, Roma, thirteen appearances, two goals. 
And says but, it, but he could be a flat hasn't he got, he's got a great Champions League record hasn't yeah. he yeah. I think his goals to minute in the Champions League is sort of third best so all we need to do is get into the Champions League <laughs> but then again you've got to look at the, the team that he was playing for in the Champions League and the, 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 the calibre of opposition they were coming up against because if you look at Peter Crouch for England he scored loads of goals goals per minute but they're all Sign him. shit <laughs> well yeah I mean there's that but also there's the, the setup of the team yeah. really I mean when he's at Roma I'm in my head, Totty's still going. <laughs> I don't think he's stepped down, and I think the team is still all about him. Yeah. Whereas at CSK, it, K rather, it was all about him up front, and he was a flipping goal machine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So if oh. that system, if he was on the periphery hmm. at Roma, then of course, and also it's a different, it's a very different setup to the Premier League, which um, is far more dynamic yeah. in Italy. So. So Paul, do you think Dumbia will step above? Mitrovic? I think he'll get the chance to. You think Otherwise, he'll be on, on the team sheet ahead of... Well, he's very quick as well. I imagine we might try the two of them together. Because they seem like a sort of quite a well-matched partnership. So perhaps Perez mm. might miss out. Maybe. Maybe. Speaking, speaking of seen. Perez. Go on, speaking of Perez. Yes, he signed a new contract. Yeah. That's, that's good, was, isn't it? That's yeah. what I was going to speak about. Sorry, All I didn't right, give well, you the chance. Ah, you, you, you can still I speak about it. my party, it's fine. Oh. I'm sorry, Dave. Up until 2021, I'm delighted. I love the little guy. I think he's amazing. <coughs> yeah. I might call my kids IOZ. Well, today on, on Sky Sports News, today, they were comparing him with Berahino. Right. Uh, because, right. because Berahino was about to come oh, in, okay. and they've, they're, on Sky Sports News, their, their latest thing in this transfer window is to look at their football manager stats, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is in one sense laughable, but in another sense, it is a compilation of... It's scouting. A, it's applying metrics, yeah, that are yeah. used in all scouting networks. Right. I yeah. mean, they've got they've got a global network of thousands of scouts. It's worldwide regard, like highly regarded worldwide. I haven't got a problem with them. It's just an arbitrary figure for them to compare okay. to. I don't, so on the did, other hand, though, if there was a sort of breaking car chase story, you wouldn't want them going over to Grand Theft Auto for no. more details. No, <laughs> no, no. We don't <laughs> want this to herald a new era in which all news is taken from. Video games, no. but I don't think that's yeah, just yet. Yeah. Um, but what they were doing is comparing the two of them, their stats on Football Manager, uh, because apparently Perez was the most similar player to Berahino that in we've the got Newcastle squad or, in the yeah, Newcastle yeah. squad. Mm. Yeah, and Perez, they're both 22, mm-hmm. and Perez looked kind of better than Berahino. And if you look at Berahino's goal scoring record I really don't understand where this like 25 million pound valuation has come from no. where's he it, from England it's the English <laughs> player of evaluation yeah. and also he did score some absolute humdingers last season who Perez Barrino uh, oh, okay. but then it was like alright oh, he's got Michael Owen hamstrings yeah. Joe really sort of blew his hamstring out a couple of times last season and stuff like that and have you also seen, as well? yeah have you seen that video where he scored a goal and not a single West Brom player goes Anywhere near him to see <laughs> it doesn't bode well, does it? And it no. sounds like he doesn't get on with Pulis. And, so. yet the, and yet the West Bromwich Albion are refusing to sell for... I think the, the bid that we tabled was £24 million. Yeah. The last bid I heard was £24 million, And they're refusing to sell at £24 million for this guy, despite the fact he doesn't want to be there. The other players don't want, to be, don't want him around, clearly, because they, they won't celebrate with the kid. He won't work with Pulis. He, like... The, it's just it's a madness. Qu- it's twenty four million quid for a kid 
I'd say it's a bit of Ashley on Ashley crime, really. That's exactly what <laughs> that's exactly what Mike Ashley would do. He would squeeze and squeeze and squeeze because he knows that we want to buy and we will pay over the odds mm. to get someone who will probably get us a few goals before the end of the season. On Does Sky that Sports? mean we're Liverpool now? Well, we're, we're a long way from an that, but yeah. we're just sort of we're not in the position we'd like. He's not in a position of power in the bargaining agreement because yeah. he's not selling talent. On. Sky Sports News today, the official line was that we haven't yet received an uh, answer to the email <laughs> of the offer. Genuinely. Wow. It's we not just the an out-of-office reply. I think that's what it was, or it's Mike's... gone straight to their junk mail. I, don't yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, if Mike's emails end at Sports Direct, yeah, so that yeah. was, that, I'd like that to default You would just to assume junk. that it was an offer of a n- mug. <laughs> <laughs> it sort of was. Right, well, yeah. I would be massively surprised if Berahino ended up at St. James' Park. But you think and someone else is going to come in? Yeah. I, really I mean, do. this is a pointless conversation because yeah. everyone who's listening to this knows Already the answer knows, to this yeah. question. <laughs> so all this is is an opportunity for us to make fools of ourselves. But Like every week. Like yeah. every week. Yeah. But you do think someone else will come in. Do you think it'll be a striker, Paul? No. Oh. Dave? Uh, well, we seem to finally be admitting that we need a left-back. So I think we will... I don't know how decent they'll be, but I think we will get a left back in. I wouldn't be surprised if Dumbia is the only striker we bring in, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. And here's the, I guess here's the other question before we move away from transfers. Luke, are you happy with the overall? If it ends as it stands, are you happy with our activity in this transfer window? Far happier than I expected to be. Right. But I really wanted a centre-half um, left back. But Williamson's gone. <laughs> it isn't, isn't the same. It's almost. But I saw how many people like favourited and liked the tweet of yeah. Williamson's going, yeah. and it was almost as many as, like, I don't know, Shearer's two to six goals. Yeah. As, long as, he's, as long as he's within the bounds of Newcastle upon time, there was always a danger he might get picked. Yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah. Good that, good it's good that he's gone oh. down to Wolves. Mm. Paul, are you happy with overall? Again, I didn't think we'd be doing anywhere near yeah. this amount of business, so yeah. But what we needed from the start of the window is a Premier League striker and a left-back. And as of now, we've not got either. So, Well, we've got one on loan. Not really Premier but League But he doesn't have striker, yeah. experience in the Premier League. Well, and we don't have a left-back, you're right. Oh, I mean, we, we got rid of Ferguson as well, didn't we? That's... Chain, f- yeah, 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 yeah. another left back option. Yeah, yeah. He's that's weird. true. He's gone to Millwall. He never like not he didn't look like one of those players who's going to make the step up ever. No, not to Joe Kinnear. No, no, good. He, he, oh, he, he tried to sign him was, from yeah. Millwall, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not he's realizing like, I like he was one of yours. I like the look of him. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of yours, mate. So uh, our guests have just left. So we'll just, I'll just, throughout this podcast, I'll keep the listeners up to date on who's entering and leaving the room, just because I need to say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it's the only, I can't let it happen without mentioning it. Okay, fair enough. It's just an acknowledgement of my own, um... Amateurishness. David, yes, are boss. you happy with us over the course of this window, what we've done? This window, yeah. I mean, we've spent more than, we've spent more than the Bundesliga on players. Yeah. The entire Newcastle United have spent. We spent twenty. Was it twenty eight million now? Something yeah, like something yeah, about that. It's sure. in the world. The only clubs that are close to us are there's four Chinese clubs and Norwich. Norwich have spent twenty million. We've spent twenty odd, and 
It just suggests to me that everybody else isn't spending that much. It's just been a really quiet January. Mm. That would be. It. Is that because it's the it's leading up to a tournament year, and everyone always scouts players. But you would have thought that players. So teams like Man U, Chelsea, who are struggling, who are traditionally yep. big clubs, who are struggling with their ambitions. Teams like Southampton, who seem to be a bit, who seem to be stalling a bit. You know, there's not the impetus. Swansea, who are in real danger of going down, you would think that, well, they've, they've let a couple of players go, they should surely be bringing in players to replace them and kick them on a bit. And then you've got teams like Sunderland, Aston Villa, who are... I mean, Aston Villa, I can understand that, you know, it's hard to attract a player. But just throw money at them, because staying in the Premier League is worth 100 million quid. So if yeah. you need to spend 90 million quid to stay in the Premier League... It's worth it because you're still going to make 10 million quid. Do you think the Bundesliga haven't spent big on new signings as a show of solidarity for the refugees that have defended <laughs> <laughs> the nation? Being like, well, I we- think, yeah, I think Bundesliga never spent big because they don't need to. Yeah. yeah. All that. Yeah, all that. Uh, okay. But to answer your question, I'm happy. I think. Yes, I agree with Paul. I'd much prefer to see us bring in another striker, and it'd be great if he was Premier League proven. I'd love us to bring in a left back, and even if it was a left back from like Leeds, just a, a, yeah. somebody somebody who looks promising. Bring him in, give him an opportunity, because at the minute the only out and out left back we have in the club is Haidara, and he's not he's not good enough, and he's never fit. Well, he's not fit enough. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. injury problem. What about you? Are you content, happy, delighted? No, I mean, everyone's been going on about how much we've spent. But it is called the Panther. I, ju- I checked. <laughs> I didn't want to get full of white guilt. Got Google out. Okay. So, so we're established. Oh, You're we're not, all, we're were all you worried, right. I don't understand. Were you worried you were racist for a second? It just seemed like the, the other uh, people on the other side of the table looked at me like, you can't really say that, you can't call it. But it is. It's what people call it. Well, you've said oh. it. Yep. It's out there. Send in your thoughts on Luke's behaviour <laughs> to <laughs> at Newcastle Natter. If you retweet for he is racist and favourite for he's not racist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 so, uh, are we ready to get on? Yeah, that's it. I was about to say that I'm not actually that happy with the transfer window. No? Because I, I feel like, like you guys say, we should have got a left back and we didn't. And I would have liked to have... Bought a striker. Okay. But we'll see. Yeah. We will see. Should we do the Bad Boy 11? Yeah! Yes. Yeah. I'm really excited about this. I mean, I'm worried that it might just end up, you know, half an hour talking about rape charges. So we'll, <laughs> <laughs> so, so we'll try and... We'll try and give it some variety. <clears throat> now, I don't know about you guys, but I found defenders... And goalkeeper really difficult. Yeah, up goalkeeper front, especially. Up, yeah, I've got like a really poor theory on goalkeeper. Just as a way of getting someone in. I'm but up front, we're sport for choice. Yeah, yeah, up front. But then I suppose it lends itself because you've got more strikers who are selfish assholes. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. So, should we start with up front? Should we talk through some yeah. options? Let's what formation some... are we going first? Well, we can decide that my instinct was 3-4-3, three, three, so, we, so we could have more 
up-front players. But let's just talk through some options for strikers. Put out there playing play rush goalie, and then you just get avoid. <laughs> you could do rush goalie, yeah. Go on, let's, Paul, let's hear some of your strikers' options. OK, first off, it's a tricky one because it goes back to what we were saying earlier. He's not an arsehole, but Tino is brilliant. Tino oh, is yeah. brilliant. Because <laughs> they don't have to be arseholes. This is just for Bad boys, clarity. Yeah. This is about the fact that they behaved badly on or off the pitch. It could be in a lovable way. It could yeah. be in a criminal way. Yeah. But Tino... <laughs> He's one who ticks both of those yeah, boxes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Tino Espirilla. Tino Espirilla. I was on Tino Espirilla's Wikipedia page today. Uh, there's a few delights in there. Isn't that just? Uh, there was a, a news story that came very recently, and that was he's recovered a two... Uh, uh, Tino Espirilla has recovered a £43,000 500 horse... He lent to a friend who gave it away whilst drunk at a fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's a. That's, yeah. if, you, if you plough for stuff on Tino Esprilla, whether it's bad or not, there's just an incredible amount going on. Oh, In September 2014, boy. it was revealed that he was preparing to launch a range of flavoured condoms in <laughs> Colombia. You can't do anything but fall in love with that man. Yeah. In 2008, he was arrested for allegedly firing a machine gun at security forces near his farm in <laughs> Colombia. <laughs> I mean, we're laughing, but the guy shot at somebody. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It seems like it's just a good uh, reality show, you know, just sort of following yeah. Tino around. I remember when he first arrived, of course, there's those famous pictures of him arriving in a snowstorm, but his first game for the club, he got involved in a controversy i think he stamped on a player or something so he he was Just a bit the middlesbrough game yeah he was a bit nasty on the pitch hmm. i remember man city i think it was his second or third game where he assaulted keith curl well then the, you even in the even in his like the day of his greatest triumph for us the the barcelona game yeah even on that he shouldn't really have been on the pitch because he elbowed one of the def- one of the barcelona defenders in the face and he should he sh- like if the ref had yeah. seen it or the linesman had seen it he should have gone but and then he then he dived for the penalty yeah and, but Ball he also but he also for i think it was his third goal he took his his shirt off and put it on the corner flag that God, wasn't, he, no, 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 that wasn't for, um, that wasn't the Barcelona game, that oh. was later in the competition. Fine, I'm wrong, sorry Dave, but what we can establish is that he was a in the, cat- he was a bad boy, but yeah. he was in the cat- category of mental. Do you know, yeah. do you guys know the porno video story? Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Are we, I don't know, it's, I, I know there is one where he's done a bit of filth. Oh, <laughs> no, no, so it's not him doing it. Right. Basically, it's a story that John Beresford t- tells about Tino, where they're, they're on a coach going somewhere, and uh, oh, Tino oh, says yeah, to somebody, yeah. like, oh, do you, do you want to see my girlfriend? And they're like, yeah, yeah, okay. So he gets out of VHS, and he pops it in, the, pops it in the, the, the video player that the coach has, and they're all starting to watch that, and it suddenly becomes porno. And his girlfriend is getting serviced. And, uh, yeah, it's just like, oh, you kind of put this on, man. You kind of put this on. And then wow. Keegan comes up the front and uh, comes up from the front and, like, tells him off. But on the coach right. or in the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keegan's uh, offering advice. Just, how are you, son? We know you can do it. <laughs> well, not how are because he's not. Okay, so... I would love it. I would love it. <laughs> yeah, I would love it if you finished. So Tina Osbrilia makes a strong case. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Any other strikers? Luke? 
Uh, I had Duncan Ferguson. Duncan oh, Ferguson. Um, Duncan head Ferguson. people and yeah. generally being an absolute I mean, physical manner. He did go to jail, so... And that. <laughs> My first instinct on Duncan Ferguson was that he didn't do th- that much while he was with us. Yeah. Old Duncan disorderly. No, he didn't have a great... He was okay. I mean, I'll yeah. never forget the, the, the volley he scored against Man U. What I mean is he didn't do that much... Yeah. Wrong. Wrong while oh, he was okay. with us. Although he did smash up someone's office, didn't he? Rudolph's office yeah. after the derby when mm. him and Shearer were dropped. Mm. Shearer came in early on the Monday to have it out of Rude Hullet and Duncan Ferguson had already ripped the door off the office. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan Ferguson, a couple of days ago, was declared bankrupt. Oh, and the only, yeah. which is sad, but the only reason in the article that I read that could explain why he was bankrupt is that he'd bought a load of mountain bikes for a youth club. <laughs> Once earned 30 grand a week. And he's John Parrott's brother-in-law. Is he? Yeah. Well, he well, seems like one. he's absolutely loved at Everton. Yeah. But he's... He, I mean, before he came to us, it, he was very badly behaved. Like you said, he went to prison, Dave, mm. for... Uh, one of the only people to go to prison, perhaps the only person to go to prison for something they did on the pitch. <laughs> yeah. For headbutting a player. And of course there was the time, again, he wasn't with us, but when two people tried to rob his house. Yeah. And yeah. he caught them and they were hospitalised. <laughs> Incredible. Just, you wouldn't, you wouldn't <laughs> even think about doing that. So, bad boy and really hard. I mean, I, I really hope if he's trying to rebuild his finances they can get him on the after-dinner circuit because <laughs> no-one's heckling him. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a, here's a little tidbit you might not have heard that I found out about Duncan Ferguson today. Ferguson's troubles with the law and his imprisonment inspired Finnish com- composer Osmo Tapio Rahala to write a symphonic poem as a musical portrait of Ferguson titled Barlini 9, presumably a reference to H.M. Prison Barlini, where Ferguson served his sentence. So there can't be oh. many former Newcastle players who've had a symphonic poem Trust written about Fergus them. to bring high <laughs> art to Fergus. Yeah, I'll bring high I art. I can only think of four or five other players who've had that <laughs> while they've been with us. Dave, any nominations for striker? Niall Ranger. Niall Ranger. Should be first name uh, on the team yes, sheet, surely. <laughs> He's first, first name on the team sheet. But then I suppose that was when I thought it was... Arsehole 11, because that kid is just... <laughs> I, I hate the kid. I know I shouldn't, because he's probably had a tough life and all that. Yeah. All those excuses, but fuck him. Well, his <laughs> Wikipedia page, the le- legal troubles section, is the longest <laughs> section. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just goes on and yeah, on and on. on. There, was, there was an incident. But it's all sort of little... Dickish things. Do you know what I mean? There's no. He, he did throttle a, a girl. I don't know if it was okay. his girlfriend no, or not. Fair, fair yeah. enough. Hold yeah. her against Fergus classes that as yeah. a minor mistake. Yeah. He did also go. For Fergus. He did also go into a youth offenders institute for armed robbery at 15. But what I mean, <laughs> what I mean is, there are also lots of little things like. A photo of him with a gun, like the time yeah. he was, was wrote he out his name with money. Yeah. Or Dulwich Hamlet when you were there. No. So he didn't do that. <laughs> that was a reference that no one on the pod is going to understand, Dave, so thanks for that. We're not going to talk about that. No, we're not allowed to. Let's just say that me and Paul went to Dulwich Hamlet this weekend, and 
the day didn't end as well as it started. No, it did but, not. But we'll leave it there. If you ever get the chance to meet Paul in person... Then, on, uh, I'll be doing personal appearances. Ask him to <laughs> fill in on exactly what happened. Um, but we'll leave it there. Thanks, Dave, for bringing <laughs> that up. <laughs> so, Nile Ranger, yes, an incredible amount of... Uh, of bad boy antics, still not... still on the books at Blackpool, We're but I don't think there. actually playing. Weirdly, not that badly behaved on the pitch. Maybe it's just I never saw him long enough on the pitch. But he never struck me as you know when you see some players like Dennis Bergkamp used to kick out all the time and just little slide digs, and he was right. a he was a right snidey mm. little yeah. like Dennis Wise or anybody anybody called Dennis. Yeah. Basically, was horrible on the pitch. Nile Ranger never struck me as being particularly. Yeah. I don't think he cared enough <coughs> to really yeah. like want to have that extra edge to win. I mean, if we're doing fatey ones, I'd put forward Bellamy. Oh but, God, oh, yeah. yeah, Craig Bellamy, Scrubby, Scrubby do forwards. Bobby yeah. Robson famously said that he could start an em- an argument in an empty room. <laughs> Craig Bellamy, and he went at, uh, at an airport. He went at John Carver with a chair, didn't he? That's, yep. that's something oh. like that. And there was a golf club incident. That was when he was at Liverpool. That, that was, was at Liverpool, was He it? started... Someone woke up. Who was it? Someone woke up to Craig Bellamy smacking his leg. It wasn't Sammy Hoopier, was it? No, I I it wouldn't so. have been Or Sammy. Dee Dee Herman. Uh, it would be like a... I think it might have been John Arnorisa. Yeah, yes, that rings a bell. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Can you imagine that? Waking up... <laughs> To the feeling of Craig Bellamy standing over you, whacking your legs with a snooker cue or whatever it was. Yeah. But then, bizarrely, he does incredible works in Africa, like charitable yeah. works. He's, yeah. he's, such, he's such a paradox, that boy. Steve, um, Alan Shearer, famously, when Craig Bellamy left, Alan Shearer said if he ever came back to Newcastle, then Alan Shearer would punch his lights out. And I would say that Alan Shearer deserves a mention in the Bad Boy 11. Famously, Neil Lennon. Neil Lennon attacked Alan Shearer's boot with his face. Yeah. <laughs> but do you remember the, uh, the, the game where Roy Keane swung for Shearer and Shearer didn't move? Yeah. That is one of my like. <laughs> yeah. if, if if ever like somebody asked me what what's a hard man, I'll have to find that YouTube clip and show because that but some of the things you did, he either has sort of um, a psychopathic lack of fear mm. or really slow reactions. Because <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, laughs> there was the other one where like just as far as like being hard on the pitch would be like where he just sort of face off to the person taking the throw in. And stuff like that, where it's just like just fronting up against people and yeah. trying to stare them out. Where it's like, I'm really taking a throw in. <laughs> where he'd be there, like with his neck up, right, yeah. really trying to psych them out. Okay, so. And you've got to remember, sorry, just very quickly, you've got to remember that Alan Shearer knocked out Keith Gillespie. He did. He did. He knocked out Keith Gillespie. On a night out. Yeah. Uh, for final forwards, throw in. Go on. Uh, Michael Chopper, basically, uh, purely because he had a gambling problem. Yeah. Really. <laughs> Bad person rather than bad boy eleven. Uh, I had yeah. one more. As, I don't know if you class him as midfielder or striker, but Tamuri Ketsbaya. Yeah, just for that advertising hoarding. Yeah, famous moment. On, an honourable mention, I think. Yeah, Ketsbaya. I, I don't think he's keeping out Duncan Ferguson. And an honourable mention for Chopra. Though. So, two people that have to go in surely. Yeah. Are Nile Ranger. Yeah. And Tina. And Tina. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't we leave it at that for now? Mm-hmm. And then we'll see where we are once we've gone through the rest of the team. Cool. Yeah. Midfield. Now, 
I've got a question for you when it comes to midfield. I looked up some stats today. Who do you think, in the history of us in the Premier League, who do you think's got the most yellow cards? Cecchiote? Check Teote, correct. <laughs> surprise, oh. surprise, yeah. Now, the next player after him is Gary Speed with 35 yellow cards. Yeah. And Robert <laughs> Lee also got 35 yellow cards. Check Teote, 51. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a big gap there. Oh, Check Teote a gets a yellow card every 202 minutes. <laughs> I thought that it would be even more than that because it yeah. feels like it's like yeah. every 20 minutes. It's a banker usually, isn't it? Yeah, maybe there was a maybe he was a bit more chilled out at some stage. That, that's with even having January away from the club. Yeah, and <laughs> big injuries. I mean, he squeezed him in. Just you, you just reminded me. It's uh, it's Rob Lee's fiftieth birthday today. Oh, happy birthday, Robert! If you're listening. Yeah. So here's another one. Another quick question for you: mm-hmm. Who do you think's got the most red cards for us? There are three Ooh. players on four red cards. Dabazas. Dabazas. Dabazas, correct. He's got five, hasn't he, for us? I think. Um, it's four, according to this. Maybe that's just in the Premier League. Say that again? Stephen Taylor. Stephen Taylor, yes. All of them for handball on the line, we presume. <laughs> <laughs> there are actually four players with four red cards. Who else? Alan Smith? No. no. Didn't play enough. Jose Enrique? No. Is it somebody who's got uh, fewer appearances than four red cards would make you believe they had? Cause well, I'm I think- thought you were about to say fewer appearances than four. How many, <laughs> red cards? How many times has Mirovic been sent off? He's been sent off at least twice. No, he's been sent once, off once, I think, isn't yeah, he? He's not been sent off. Cissé? Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, the, the, my, the guy I'm about to mention, I think, is a fairly strong candidate for the... Uh, a place in the centre of midfield. Batty. David Batty. Uh, yeah. Four red cards. Received the longest suspension ever of a Newcastle player. Six games for pushing over David Ellery. <laughs> he, got a, he got a red card and he pushed David Ellery. When did he and do this that? was yeah, it was quite soon after Paolo Di Canio pushed over a ref. Oh, Paolo Di Canio oh. got eleven yeah. games. David Batty only got six, which shows racism, you have to assume. <laughs> Speaking of racism, another contender, Emre. Emre. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, that's a good contender. Of course, he did his bad stuff when he wasn't with us. David Batty also, when he wasn't with us, got into a fight with Graham Lasso. Yeah. He oh, he had a European ban because of that, didn't he, when he yeah. arrived at us? Got into a fight with Graham Lasso. And, of course, two of our midfielders once got into a fight on yes. the pitch. I was there for that. Lee Bowyer and Lee- Kieran Dyer. You were there, Luke. Yeah, yeah. yeah me too, yeah. I was you were the, both there. I was, I, I was in the uh, J Barber and some sits just sort of staring onto it. And, uh, yeah. Tell us about that day. How did you feel yeah. in the crowd? Just sort of, what's going on? And then everyone was going, why is that? Going, <laughs> oh, he banged his last leg. And he told him. And he was like, shut up about it. And he wouldn't. So, you know, he's hitting him. I was Back to you in the studio, June. <laughs> <laughs> I always remember his shirt was completely ripped up, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. it was, Dyer's shirt was completely ripped up. Yeah. Here's a little fact for you guys that you might not know. I think you might be impressed by. Mm-hmm. This is absolutely true. My first professional acting role <laughs> was <laughs> Lee Bowyer. What? That is actually true. 
in 2001, <laughs> right. when the court case was going on with Lee Bowyer and Jonathan Woodgate, you remember the court case? When, yeah, they, when yeah. they were at Leeds, mm. uh, younger listeners might, know, might not know that when they were at Leeds, they were involved in a fracas <laughs> with an Asian youth, and it was quite a big news story. Yeah. And they went to court, and Bowyer was going straight from court to play midweek games. It was like the best form of his career, but he was, it was a big court thing. And uh, Five Live dramatised the court transcript. <laughs> and I played Lee Bowyer. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Bowyer and one of the Jonathan Woodgate's mates. I was thinking, my only line with that, like Lee Bowyer. My that? only line with Jonathan Woodgate's mate was, not guilty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Lee Bowyer. Oh. My first professional acting role. He's got to be a strong candidate. He's yeah. an awful human. I thought so, yeah. Yeah. He just looks fighter. He looks does. like a fighty rat. <laughs> like, if he wasn't a footballer, he definitely would be inside. Yeah. Yeah. What's but, he doing but, now? But being a footballer gives him... <laughs> gives it, being a footballer gives him the chance to go outside. <laughs> Any other candidates? Midfield? Bart. Obviously, Kieran Dyer would have to be in there. Yeah. Joey, Joey Barton. Uh, amazing show, yeah. I mean, he... Put, was it a cigar Chronicles or a cigarette? Chronicles of scumbaggery. Okay, it was yeah. a cigar. Yeah. <laughs> a cigar. Stubbed a cigar out on a kid's eye. Went to prison when he was with us, not like Ferguson. Was yeah. it a crossbow? Was it a BB gun? Wasn't that Ashley Cole? Was that Ashley Cole, yeah. I'm crossing my way as yeah. a Yeah. It was a though? trebuchet. Lower the pod colours. <laughs> and on the pitch, he when he was playing for QPR, he was on the, on the day that the... the that uh, Man City won the um, won the league. He knew he, he'd been sent off, so on his way off the pitch, he just tried to get as many people sent off or injured as he possibly could. The man's a vile human being. Well, now Joey Barton was someone at first. I wasn't immediately sure that he should be in the side, just because I was thinking, oh, but didn't he do most of his stuff like terrible stuff? when he wasn't with us. Wasn't he actually quite well behaved when he was at us? And then I did a quick bit of research and I remembered, oh no, he went to prison while he was with yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He had a fight with Alan Shearer while he was in us, with us when yeah. Alan Shearer was managing. Alan Shearer uh, told him, Joey Barton said that he had to be in the side because he was the best player in the team. Alan Shearer said, no, you're not, you shit. <laughs> <laughs> And Joey Barton replied, your shit, shit at tactics. That was wow. the... Wow. Who would have thought... Touché. A- was he, <laughs> what, what was the acronym for it? Was it him and uh, Kabai and Carol? I'm trying to think what it was. Was it AVC or something like that? When we only had three good players. We, it was like a squad that sort of lacked fight. And he basically served as the fight for... Uh, for everybody, squad. yeah. I mean, Joey Barton... Who would have thought at that period of his career that he'd end up on Question Time? <laughs> Joey Barton was on Question Time. What was his subject? Well, no, it's not. You're not thinking mastermind. of mastermind. mastermind. I'm thinking of, yeah, Mastermind. <laughs> Specialist. I don't think... I don't, his subject was football. <laughs> <laughs> he went Question Time, but he would only answer questions about football. From inside a humidor. <laughs> <laughs> About two foot tackles. I I think the second half of his period with us, it was quite likable. He mm, he put in a lot of effort well. for us. And he's one of those players that when he's playing on your side, 
you take to him because he's he's committed and he's got a little bit of quality to him and he says the right things in the, the, the press conferences and he always seems like he's committed to your team, just like Robbie Savage or whomever. But actually, objectively, he's horrible. I'll just go through some yeah. of the things that he did while he was with us. He actually, he actually only got one red card while he was with us, surprisingly. He did punch Pedersen. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Once. He got in trouble for some homophobic taunts towards uh, Torres. Mm. And, of course, there was the fight with Shearer. And then we don't have time to go into all the shit that he did <laughs> when he wasn't with us. So, strong shout there for Joey Barton. Any final calls on people who could make the team in the midfield? Keith Gillespie, I would say. Yeah, maybe. Was yeah. a bit of a bad boy, lovable rogue, really. Not an absolute arsehole. Actually, if you read his autobiography, <laughs> he comes across quite well in his autobiography, but yeah, he's a very People tend to, though, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I say his autobiography, but I'd be amazed if he put anything but his name to that. I read that autobiography as well. Yeah. And I remember at the beginning there was like a real push to make you think that he had written it. That there was, I'm really good at pub quizzes. (laughs) 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 I'm actually quite clever. Did did Ben Arthur actually do anything wrong? I was just sort of wondering whether it was just like, just pies. Yeah, I just think he ate too much. Yeah, sex pies and videotape. Yeah. Well, there's always talk of a bit of a dodgy attitude with mm. Ben Arthur. Yeah, but he produced on the match day, and that's all I care about. Davy Ginola, a I little bit petulant. He was, he, was actually, he was actually well-behaved, but when he first arrived, apparently on the way home on the bus, he started just smoking a cigarette, because that's what you did in France after a football game. <laughs> and Kevin Keegan had to explain to him, that's not what we do here. I don't think that's badly behaved. We're, I think we'll that's have a cool. beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just being French. Yeah. Okay, so that's... Unless there's any more quick shouts for the midfield, is it time to move on to the defence? Yep. Paul, you've got a few suggestions did, for defence. Did we lock in and we add in defence? Say that in again? Midfield, sorry, did we lock in and we add in midfield? Should we, we lock in? Okay, well, Joey Barton's definitely got to have a place, hasn't yeah. he? I'd say Emre's got to be in there because he was a nasty piece of work and a massive racist. Yeah. Mm, I'm going to hold off on. I'm going to hold off on Emery okay. for a second. But let me just remember: we've definitely got Tino and Ranger. Yeah, we've got Barton. He has to be in there. Yeah, Batty, David Batty. I would Lee say. Bowyer. Oh, Lee Bowyer's Lee definitely Bowyer, got to be in there. Right. Bowyer's definitely got to be in there. I mean, he is a bad boy. <laughs> <I would>. <laughs> <laughs> Emery. <laughs> Emre got into oh, trouble in Turkey. He's a wrong Oh, he's a right sort over my knee. <laughs> Emre got into trouble after he left us. Did he, was he ever really bad when he was with us? He got in trouble for allegedly making racist comments to a player with us Did in he? the Premier League. Was it not but Olivia Decourt? Yes. Yeah, I think it was Olivia Decor. He said something. Was Olivia Decor still playing when Leeds was with us? Who was at Leeds? The Leeds or Everton? I I mean, they're all the same to me. This is wrong. Leeds went down before Emery arrived, David. Do your research. But he did, yeah, he got in trouble for that, but they couldn't prove it, but it was sort of widely acknowledged that he did. Okay, well, we'll have to... uh, for legal reasons, we'll probably need to just throw in the word allegedly a few times. Most people must have been able to get away with all that shit before 
people were able to catch it on Vine. True. <laughs> <laughs> on Sky footage. Well, I'm not sure about Emre just because we're not. It's all if it's all unproven. Okay. Yeah. Well, fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whereas Boyer, I mean, Boyer and Barton are definite arseholes. You've got Kieran Dyer, who was involved in that fight, didn't start it. Let's come back to the midfield. We know that there's two definitely in it. Let's talk about defence. Mm-hmm. Paul. One we mentioned earlier, Nikos Stavazas. Nikos Stavazas. Your favourite ever Newcastle player, isn't he, Paul? Of the Premier League era, yeah. Yeah. I used to have 34 Dabazas on my shirt. <laughs> the only person I ever saw with it. Sent off four <laughs> times. I've got five down here. I guess cups as well, yeah. Right. Dabizas, I think, well, just in terms of central defence in general, <sighs> I think maybe it says something about Newcastle United that I was finding it really hard to think of any real rag yeah. bastards that we've had. We've you kind had... of, if ever you'd wished you had John Terry at the club, is for occasions like this. Yes. Yes. Any other shouts for defender? Did Colicini not say you're a bastard? <laughs> Allegedly, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, possibly. Oh, we? Yeah, we can't build an 11 on hearsay. I don't know. Going back into sexual assault land, Titus Bramble. Titus Bramble. Titus But that, he wasn't charged. Titus Bramble. It never went... You can't... We can't go on unproven... Multiple accounts. You know. It's hard with... with, with I've got a shout for you. All right. In the defence. Marcelino. Well, because he stole a living. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. Bad boy. It doesn't, it doesn't have to involve violence. The fact that Marcelino was with us for three years, only made 20 appearances. Yeah. Was out True. for a couple of months at one stage with a broken finger. So can we get Cisco and Nacho to beef <laughs> up the well, I think, three in midfield? Well, I think the deal with Marcelino was unfairly or fairly, I don't know, but he was generally considered to be lazy. Yeah. Mm. For to, be, to be responsible for his own lack of appearances for the team. What about guilt by association? Go on. Boom song for being part of that clear fix-up transfer job that, transfer, uh, that Graham Sinest did. Because right. that was suspect as hell. Yeah. And well, I think a big part of that. Graham Sinest is definitely the manager of this team. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But I don't know about Boom Song. Don't know. Pards has been a um, bit of a, a love rat, allegedly. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And okay. he has pushed a linesman and yeah. called Pellegrini an old c-word. Oh, that's true, actually. So Pardew, maybe Pardew's manager. Okay, count. Right, let's get through this defence. I had a couple of other shouts. Dal Yanmat has got a bit of needle in him. He's got a bit of a rat. I just thought for the Balotelli swipe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll put that with Stuart Pearce simply because he's ooh. a proper hard man. He's no, a bit of a psycho, boy, but, but was he ever like. I mean, he's, obviously he wasn't a real bad boy right. when he was with us. Oh, yeah. he put in a couple. Because I think he was. To the end of his career was when he came. Like, like I knew about him, but during his early years, there was definitely late tackles, and he was quite happy with a reducer and all the rest of it. Great. Well, for want of better options, if no one's, <laughs> if no one's got a problem with it, should we just stick Stuart Pearce in at left-back? Yeah. 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 But that was to suggest we're having four in defence, and we'll stick Dabby's as in because he's got four... You think he's got five red cards, mm. if you include games outside of the Premier League, and he was capable of a bit of naughtiness. Yeah. Right-back, Jan Matt. Yeah. 
You could stick Kieran Dyer at right back. Stephen Carr? Stephen Carr was more, I'd say, more reckless in the tackle than Jan Mart. Because there were a few times where he put put uh, the opposition left winger into the the advertising hoardings, clearly to try and you know slow him down. He was just bit. someone who wasn't for me built like a footballer. He yeah. was built like a rugby player, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think he was built like an estate agent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just as a thought ahead of because I like Daryl, he's a nice guy. Yeah, but the he's a likable bad boy. Though. Okay, fine. I keep bad boy. Yeah, I keep getting. Keep, I keep. Yeah. Okay. Not understanding the format of this. Tino's already got his name on the team yeah, sheet. We love gone Tino. To training once. That's okay. Well, it just shows it's harder to do defence. Right. Anyone else, Paul? Uh, For the defence? I don't think he really belongs in there. But just forgetting yellow cards in his first five games, James Perch. When he joined, he just seemed incapable. Right. But that was just more, he was an incompetent defender. Yeah. How about we have just three in defence? I'm okay with yeah. that. So, those three are... We've decided Stuart Pearce. <laughs> Pearce, and then Jan, Matt, what were we saying? Not Marcelino. You're kind of keen on Marcelino being in there, aren't you? Well, he was... He was, he was, he was he was the number one... He was, like, enemy number one in Newcastle sure. for okay. most Maybe of the time he was with us, Maybe ahead of then. Yeah. Our um, listeners going to tweet in there, or have you already done that for Bad Boy 11? Yeah, there's been... Because there might be revisions, or... Well, the problem was, I mean, I asked for some uh, response from people. We obviously had a few shouts for Joey Barton, and uh, I think we had one or two for Tino. I said we were struggling. So we had, yeah, had shouts for Bellamy, Barton, Duncan Ferguson, Dabby Zaz. I said that we were struggling with defence and goalkeepers, and someone suggested Ryan Shawcross and Jonas Olsen, fundamentally not understanding the game. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's m- maybe my fault for not making it clear that we were after Newcastle players. So we're going to have three at the back. Cool. I'm going to insist on one of them being Marcelino. Done. Marcelino, Stuart Pearce, and Dabizaz. Now that is a shit back three. <laughs> <laughs> Especially considering we've got to have, you've got to have Stuart Pearce when we had him. Yeah. So him at the end of his career, Dabizaz, and Marcelino. Stuart <laughs> Pearce at the end of his career would easily get in our team now, though. Yes. Now, the biggest problem with coming up with a bad boy 11 for Newcastle United, I found, is that every single one of our goalkeepers is so lovable. <laughs> <laughs> like, they were all so, so lovable. Yeah. Has anyone got any suggestions for goalkeeper? I've got a thought, but go on. Dave? Mike Hooper. Okay, why? Because he's now a bouncer. Is he a bouncer now? Yeah. That's By trade? Yeah. yeah. He works at doors in, I think it's either Durham or Chesterley Street. Well, I've never met a bouncer I liked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got, you've got to be a bit of a, yeah. uh, you know, raj bastard to Well, get you always tell job. bouncers that you consider them to be bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> I do. So, I mean, I was going to suggest only because he got three red cards... Cernicek, 
but he was like such a nice man. <laughs> yeah. But it was like I was really struggling for anything. So thank you so much for finding that fact. <laughs> Mike Hooper is definitely a bad boy keeper. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And the defence is Marcelino, Stuart Pierce, Stuart Pierce, and Nikos Dabisas. Yeah. So we've mm-hmm. still got one striker spare. So we've got a spare striker. So far we've got Tino and Ranger. So we're looking between Duncan Ferguson, Craig Bellamy, Bellamy Alan Shearer, honourable mentions for Ketz, Byer and Chopper. I would say Ferguson. I think you're right. Is, just because he is, and what, he was still mad when he was with us. Yeah. But Dave we, and Luke, you happy with Ferguson? Absolutely. Just sure. uh, for that sort of peril of what <laughs> I associate with the Monica bad boys. So yeah. that's a front three who... Are all going to get sent off, but n- aren't likely to score you many goals. <laughs> that is a team that would never click. <laughs> <laughs> the dressing room. Apart from the, the boozer. Yeah. yeah. Mitrovic has obviously got a chance. If we ever do this again in three or four years' time, I'm sure Mitrovic will have staked a really good claim. Yeah. Shelby Shelby might as well, because Shelby's like, kicked off at Alex Ferguson. He's, uh, mm. There's. There's a possibility that we've got a bit more depth to the squad. So our midfield, yeah, we already know that Joey Barton and Lee Bowyer are in there. We need mm-hmm. two more. I'm no, we're doing three, four, three, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought you said more. we had three in there. No, oh, we need nice. two more. We've got Barton and Bowyer. We need two more. Did we not say Emre before? Yeah. All right, you guys are insisting on Emre, so we'll put in Emre. Although, I although I don't think it's been... I think I just right. feel dodgy if it's not been proven. There's no convictions. But you've got quite a few red cards as well. Fine, OK. I mean, Carlos Acuna looked like an axe murderer, but he wasn't, like, a bad boy. Although he did get done for driving drunk while dressed as Captain Hook. Put him in. Dobby <laughs> <laughs> Solano got done for drink driving as well. And wasn't he a bit of a love rat? Was he dressed as Captain Hook? Or probably not. Which... Czech Teote got into trouble for uh, for doing did, did have, like, for, for, for drunk driving. Surprise! Who's Cisse as well? He got Cisse got married while he was away. Yeah, and the woman he was. And the rumor is that the 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 girl that he who was there's a there's a woman that he's married to when they were married was below what the age we find. Acceptable. That's true. We've really got a wrap up. But special <laughs> credit goes to NASA listener who Neil Patterson, who got in touch on Twitter to show us a story from 2002 about Clarence Acuna getting arrested for drink driving while dressed as Captain Hook. Nice. So honourable mention well, for Acuna. Yeah. But we've got Joey Barton, Lee Bowyer, Emre, final place. Can Acuna get in for that? Oh, that's only one instance. David Batty. David Batty. It's got to be David yeah, Batty, hasn't yeah, it? He's a, yeah. Most red cards per minute and uh, got involved in some dodgy shit on the pitch. And he was a hard man and we could do with some actual half-decent players in this team. And he wasn't <laughs> yeah. bad. Yeah. So there we go. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. We managed to get through it without talking too much about... Uh, the darker side of life so well done guys (laughs) (laughs) thank you very much for listening upcoming our next two games are Everton and West Brom yeah I won't get into predictions because we haven't got time 
But... We'll rattle them off dead quick. Okay, go, all right, Dave, go on. Uh, 2 1 against Everton, 2 1 against West Brom. Do you think we're going to win them both? 2 1. Yeah. Ostrich. Paul? 2 2 draw against Everton and 1 0 against West Brom will win. Luke? Uh, we're going to get beat off Everton, 2 uh, 0. And we'll beat West Brom, 1 0. Okay. I'm going to say 1 1 for both. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. For listening to the Newcastle Natter, we'll be back next week with a more usual show. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network.